0: Live life the Edgecorp way. Punch the clock, keep your head down, collect your pay. This is the day-to-day reality of working stiffs in a rough galaxy. But when the crew of the cargo freighter Calamity fails to catch break after break, their lives are turned upside down. Bad cargo, spiraling debt, and a woman's life on the line. All with the Golden League crime syndicate breathing down their necks. It's no surprise that these blue collar folks get desperate enough to take any job. Can't let danger or moral compromises get in the way of their bonus checks. So goes life. Far Beyond the Stars.
1: Last time on Far Beyond the Stars... Uh, you received a potential job from your Edgecorp fixer, Tarika, who gave you a little job, you know, like, you're just going to, like, run some guns out to uh, a, a expansionist empire in near space. It's fine. You did some research on it, uh, discovered a couple of interesting things about some of the potential... A political about the potential political situation that you might be heading into, but more on that later because you haven't even picked up your cargo yet. You are currently landing in Night Arch, which is a city on the planet of Apiste. It's a predominantly drow planet, and it basically uh, just looks like a moon floating. In space, there's no atmosphere. Everything in Night Arch and in other settlements on this planet are completely enclosed cities, uh, because you know they they sort of have to be, and they're usually located within the craters of Apaste. So it is nice and dark, just how the Drow prefer it you know you're you're beginning to head down towards the planet miss fanny is ably guiding calamity down towards your dock the city juts into view it's got these big purple and blue spires still very dim but it's it's kind of a beautiful eerie lighting and you've come to rest in your docking bay you're beginning to run through your post docking procedures When, Miss Fanny, you see a blinking light at the helm. Oh. You are being hailed.
2: Captain, incoming hail. Shall I patch it through to your station?
3: That would be wonderful, Fanny. All set. Channel open. This is Captain Francisco from the Cargo Freighter Calamity. How may I do you today?
1: Open your airlock for
3: a docking inspection. Fanny, open the airlock for inspection.
1: Aye
2: aye, Captain! Shuffle over in a cute little uh, Miss Fanny way. And is um, already is bringing up all the inventory items, all the paperwork on their data pad as uh, they used to do this back in their when they were just a skosh younger as a quartermaster. So, is familiar with inventory and, and relaying supplies. So, we'll greet the inspector.
1: Yeah, so if you are uh, hanging out by the airlock, you the hangar door is open and four heavily armed drow men walk onto the ship. The man in front is holding a data pad and sort of lazily gestures toward the interior of the ship and addresses himself to Friday. Are you the captain? Yes, sir. Any imports to declare weapons beyond personal protection? Etc.
3: Just my charming veneer. And he puts <laughs> out a smile.
1: Right. Well, this shouldn't take very long as long as you uh, don't have any, anything in particular you want to let me know about. And his, you know, the men go through, they search the ship while he sort of stands and collects notes, eyeballs you all very suspiciously. Is there anything you're trying to hide or smuggle in? Not I.
4: Clean as a whistle. <laughs> I think Saren's all, all fine and has has nothing to hide.
5: Ballad, you're only really hiding yourself, right? She's probably just disguised. I don't see any reason why on apostate anyone would recognize her at all. So she's just back in normal human form. Okay, great hope that doesn't bite me in the
1: ass (laughs) we'll we'll find out won't we so as long as none of you are attempting to hide anything in particular these men comb through the ship if you talk to them a little bit they are mostly looking for smugglers there isn't much that's illegal on apostate so all they really care about is making sure that apostate gets its uh you know it's cut Gets its gets mm-hmm. its taxes, okay, okay. if you will, because there isn't anything illegal. So if you're still smuggling stuff in, that must mean that you're trying to deprive them of the
5: most important thing: credits.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: I think you'll find we're a little light on those. <laughs> yeah, you sure are. <laughs> <laughs> a little meager, meager belongings. You, uh,
1: you actually wouldn't be here if you weren't light on credits at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they come through the ship and while it, it is a bit invasive, I imagine Miss Fanny in particular, you don't appreciate them going through your carefully organized pantry.
2: Oh my goodness, no. Uh, she will like follow on their wake to repair items, just giving them a, uh, 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 so rude.
1: And putting things back. <laughs> They're taking those carefully labeled containers off the shelves and just, (gasps) like, looking for, like, hidden doors or secret compartments and then just putting them back haphazardly. They don't care at all. How dare they? Oh, uh, my God.
4: That's so rude. Super rude. (laughs) We might be missing fiber so in their weird.
0: diet,
1: <laughs> but it doesn't take them long, and soon they're sending docking clearance to the night arch AI, and they slap a sticker on the outside of your hangar doors, confirming that you have been inspected and they didn't find anything worth finding you over. My
4: anxiety like popped off there because I'm like, oh shit, do we have anything? I know, my
5: What am I forgetting? <laughs>
1: no you don't have anything you always have to be on your guard it's about the realism yeah (laughs) they
4: go through everything
1: yeah they really flip the place upside down you know Uh,
4: this is gonna take so long to clean
1: so while you're cleaning up after them you're also able to finish your docking procedures and as soon as you connect your comms to the night arch infosphere as part of your docking procedures you each receive two transmissions ooh yeah and the first one is an automated transmission from Night Arch Air and Water, which is a utility company run by House Zazerer, alerting each of you that you have now become customers of NAW. Congratulations. And are accumulating a bill for air, water, and other materials necessary oh for life God. support.
5: I don't need life support.
4: <laughs> yeah. Don't our suits already have life support in them? Can't we use those? Yep,
1: you absolutely can. Uh, If you would like to circumvent the bill, you can absolutely just stay in your suit. Valid. you don't actually need life support, so you don't have to pay this bill. For the three of you breathers, uh, you absolutely will need to continue doing that, but you can live off of your EVA suits and recharge them using Calamity. Also the the bill is displayed in the lower corner of each of your personal comms and it's slowly taking up in fractions of a credit. You're not going to be here long. Usually living on Appistay is about a credit a day in order to pay your share of the life support that keeps all of these cities running. But you also can completely opt out if you want. I mean, you're also really <laughs> low on credit, so a credit a day might be you know.
0: <laughs>
3: I, I think Sarah just puts on
1: I know I've <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> got I, uh, more
3: credits uh, to my name. On the, well, I'll, I'll use the life support that, of my suit. Okay.
4: Yeah. Saren, you know, takes time to put on the, the helmet over your crystal pixie cut. Make sure that, you know, she can breathe through
1: your life support. Sure. I mean, yes. Good call.
2: Uh, Miss Fanny is a creature of convenience sometimes. Uh, plus, they want to support the local economy as well. You know, they're only there for a little bit. Uh, Miss um, Fanny, I'll pay in advance. she'll that forward nice over a credit ahead of time and have it deduct from there. Beep,
1: beep, beep, <laughs> so that's the first transmission. The second one is a transmission from Edgecorp, which uh-huh. I think all four of you are familiar with that sinking feeling in your stomach that comes from seeing an yes, email uh... that you've been ex- ex- you've been expecting but dreading. It's been one day past the date Edgecorp expected the full payment from the Yarraberry job. And uh, this is, as expected, a formal statement of disciplinary action. The message states that you've all forfeited your bonus checks and that failing to reach your performance goals in the future will result in termination.
5: Mm-hmm. Edgecorp!
1: Edgecorp!
3: <laughs> looks like Tarika wasn't able to hold them off as long as she hoped she could.
1: Well, you were in the drift for four days.
5: Yeah,
1: I'll terminate them.
5: <laughs> 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 Looks like we're going to be docked appropriately. Oh
2: goodness!
5: <sighs> you receive that
2: horrible orientation as well. My
5: poor bones! Oh my god! Keep up! I just zoned out, honestly. <laughs>
2: I think I was docked appropriately on the first day. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: ballad where do we need to go to get you know the stuff
5: ballad realizes after rereading kind of the information on the data pad that i'm sure they're now keeping with them that they are meeting someone that could blow her cover so she she kind of like fidgets around and then she's like i uh, This guy may no certainly knows this facade. So hold on while I go change. While I go find a more appropriate change of clothes. (laughs) While I go slip into something else.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: let me go slip into something more. We get it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Get your game face on. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it that all the time, Miss Fanny. I love that. I'm gonna go get my game face on, and she kind of. for no real reason she steps around the corner and like changes into the bland human (laughs) man (laughs) that she knows she hasn't really used around you know people who may have seen her and abby actually this is where you make my this is gonna screw me over so much and so many times you have to make my disguise check (gasps) oh i do Oh, how exciting. Is it a secret role (laughs) like you don't even know? It's a secret role that I don't get to know. So I have a plus D20 plus my plus five disguise. You don't tell me. Incredible. I don't get to know. God, I'm excited. What a day. What a day for
1: Abby.
2: (laughs) I fear for you, Jess. I fear for you. (laughs) Oh, but Abby also has to roll the perception check. So
1: it, may, it might balance yeah, itself out. Yeah, it may be something.
0: <laughs> Shut up.
5: <laughs> you, balance. you shush, sir. <laughs> this is the thing with deciding to be a disguise-based character. I was like, oh no, Abby's going to do all the rolls. <laughs> oh, shucks.
1: Okay, I rolled it. Uh,
5: okay. So now we will find out if my disguise is... Fools Taos Jarzeed, who definitely knows who the, who the F I am. Can we look at it to, to see if we can spot any deficiencies
1: in the disguise? I'll let you. Make a perception against the roll that I just did. And I'll let you know whether I you know you did. Well, I rolled a 12. <laughs> I rolled an 11. <laughs> well, it looks great. We don't even you recognize you. think they look you. great.
3: I rolled Yay! a two. So. Yeah. Oh, so you,
1: <laughs> oh, All three of you, so... three of you uh, think they look fantastic. Uh, pretty, pretty spick and span.
4: <laughs> oh, who are you? Where did you come from? Where did Ballad go?
5: Ballad is very reassured by this. He's like, "Oh, great. Let's let's get going." Hey, as uh, as as they should be. Uh,
3: Ballad, uh, I think you need to. I think you need to change your voice.
5: Oh, right. <clears throat> Sup? My name is Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just call me D. Call me D. (laughs) Oh boy,
1: my goodness! (laughs) You're you're all welcome to look up Lamashu's lair on the city infosphere when you are trying to figure out how to get there. You discover that it is a it's a cheap bar, (laughs) it's a cheap bad dive that's located, (laughs) which
3: is about all we probably can afford. It's
1: all I can afford anyway. It's in one of the commercial domes nestled between the city's Purple Towers, about 10
5: miles from the spaceport. You can hire
1: a robo-taxi to take you there for
5: one credit. I guess I have a- I think I have a credit to spare if you wanna. You know, why not? It'll make things a little faster, eh?
3: Yeah, let's- let's- let's splurge.
5: (laughs) Driving Bessie there is possible, but it
1: would be super annoying.
5: (laughs) Dang, can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we wouldn't have to hook up the trailer.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is. True. Why would it be annoying? Ample parking in the commercial domes too. That yeah. definitely won't also charge you to park.
5: This is definitely like a city atmosphere, and like having your own. V- I need to stop saying "like" when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Like Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> Daryl doesn't use vocal fillers. <laughs> Daryl doesn't use izuchi. All right. So, nor does he know that word. Uh, no,
1: I sure don't.
5: Big D <laughs> thinks we we got to take a taxi. I'm just... So we're not, you know, stuck. Like, what, what happens if, you know, we don't find parking? And then even if we do... What if Miss Fanny is stuck driving the truck around? You know what I'm saying?
2: Also... We should consider that Bessie's recognizable.
5: Perhaps we want our presence here to be ephemeral at best. Hey, that is a dang good point, Miss Fanny.
3: Well, uh, I guess we need to make sure we order an XL taxi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: I already already ordered one. It should be here any minute now. Oh, nice.
5: Y'all are tall as hell. So good call on that one, too.
3: Yeah, and it's no fun when your knees just buckle into the back of those seats and just dig in. It's, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world.
1: Those kinds of taxis are readily available. Night Arch is pretty cosmopolitan. And drow are not that small themselves, so everything is, is sized pretty comfortably even for your <laughs> substantial height
4: over over seven feet tall.
1: You definitely still have to duck through doorways. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> but not, not as far as you might think. Night Arch is undeniably gorgeous. As you're taking the taxi through it, the taxi itself is, fu- is fully enclosed and can move in between these enclosed structures. It doesn't really need to take roads or tunnels through it. So you're able to really see Night Arch in all of its glory from the outside. These giant spires of, of black metal that are lit with purple and, and blue accent lighting dominate this crater that Night Arch is set into. And then it also ha- is just overset with a series of domes made of a clear material that you can easily see through and see all of the people moving around inside them, living their lives. And it's just got this stark dark beauty that is not lost on any of you you approach one of the domes and fly through the little the little airlock and you eventually pull up in front of Lamashtu's lair it says Lamashtu's lair at the moment because <laughs> one of the lights <laughs> in the sign is out but this should be the place
2: that's a shame
5: his <laughs> oh, face like oh no the light's out I could probably <laughs> fix that for them that is way too much kindness for the kind of people <laughs> that are uh, probably running this place. Did I not... Oh, yeah. I did not say nothing about Lamashtu. Okay. So, demon god thing. I mean, I don't know all the details super well, but I know everybody who is about her business is like nasty, nasty, nasty pieces of work.
2: Oh, my.
4: Well, everyone worships in different ways. Um, the...
5: Uh, yeah. <laughs> You are so precious. (laughs) That is very open-minded of you, but just, I I think, you know, you might want to be a little careful. These are kind of people that would like cut your throat. No, No reason, no holds barred up in here. So, and you do notice that this is a,
1: a very seedy section of this dome as a whole everything looks mildly run down the people walking these particular hallways look like you do not want to mess with them or they look incredibly downtrodden it's it's not it's not a happy or comfortable place so big d's advice to really be on your guard should strike you as (laughs) should strike you as wise double check my battery fanny
2: checks her battery pack to make sure it's a got a full charge on the laser pistol have it in their in their little clutch Mm, good decision
5: i know you kind of you're like naturally a weapon Saren. so i think you got this covered if they try and stun me with
4: electricity i'll just zap them with it back (laughs) 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 love that (laughs) uh no one suspects that this thing is actually a weapon Uh, she points to the singing disc that's you know kind of hanging from your waist (laughs) yeah
5: that's for sure
1: the four of you push open the door to enter Lamashtu's lair and as you head into this main area out here this marked B4 uh, muted conversation and the stench of spilled alcohol permeates this room and the light is quite low. Again, just how drow prefer it, they are very light-sensitive people. Travelers of all species, though mostly mostly drow, as they this is their planet, are sitting at these tables out here in the main room that are made of aluminum, stained aluminum at that, nursing their drinks and keeping to themselves. And across the room, a pitted bar counter and black aluminum stools beckon those eager to drink their sorrows away. And behind the bar is a brusque looking half orc who eyes you curiously.
3: Well, y'all grab a table? I'll get us a picture of something.
4: I'm partial to any Vesk brews. Uh, C- can you give me a Corvos in Starlight? <laughs>
3: I was going to do a pitcher, but sure, I can get that too. <laughs>
2: such a dear captain
3: so i go up to the the half orc i'm assuming bartender slash cook give me a picture of beer and uh corvosa starlight something or other uh you know what that is right
1: (laughs) i know what this place looks like i can make anything you want
3: (laughs) nothing about your skill it's about my knowledge of drinks i'm sorry i didn't mean to come out that way she
1: appears mollified She's pulling you a pitcher of beer. She's sliding it across the bar at you and says, uh, if you don't mind me asking, you are uh, not our usual clientele.
3: No, we're supposed to meet uh, meet someone here. Uh, Friday's snapping his finger, trying to remember the name Taos. We're supposed to meet uh, Taos here. We're cargo haulers.
1: Gotcha. Uh, her eyes light up with... Recognition, and she opens her mouth like she's about to respond. But just then, the doors to the bar clatter open. This drow enters the bar, dragging a protesting gnome along behind him. He's wearing the distinctive armor of House Zezerer and bears a long sword of pure black energy. Motes of crackling power flow off it and pop in the dark air as he stalks forward, dragging this gnome behind him show you the the gnome that he's dragging
5: <laughs> like Oh, looks like a troll
1: I was just about to say that they look like a <laughs> troll doll they have bl- that blue hair that's just popping up in a tuft bright blue eyes blue eyebrows they're dressed in kind of a funky a funky bright colored fuchsia shirt that seems really too much fun it's too much fun for Apastei They look wildly out of place. And as they are being dragged along behind this drow, they are protesting loudly, causing a huge ruckus. Their wrists are pinned together with binders and they're just wailing. I'm telling you, this is a big mistake, a huge mistake. And without sparing a glance to his prey, the drow heaves the gnome up and deposits them on top of the bar. And he <laughs> <laughs> says to the bartender half work. Here's your bounty, Kaden, as promised. The half work behind the bar, you know, presumably Kaden, gives the gnome a glance and takes out her personal comm unit. She's forgotten all about you, Friday. This has uh, obviously <laughs> taken precedence over whatever else was going on.
3: Friday just waits patiently. He has a p- his pitcher of beer, so he pours himself a glass while he's waiting. Starts sipping on it and watches, looks over to see what's what's going on. You're not gonna bring it back to your friends. Hadn't gotten all my drinks, so yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Oh, that's drink. true. Priorities, Abby. Jeez.
1: Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 We're trying to drink. I'm not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, Friday, if you're still hanging out up at the bar while. Caden is eyeballing her comm unit. This drow man is looking just idly around the bar. He seems supremely unworried about his captive and what his captive may be trying to do. And the gnome is staring pleadingly now at you. I'm not who he's looking for. I just lost my comm unit.
3: <laughs> I'll do a sense motive to see if I trust what he's saying. Okay. A 20. I rolled a 19 and yeah, got 20. Yeah, you believe me. You sure you got the right person there, buddy? hes He seems pretty, pretty sure he's not who he's, who you think he stay is. Stay out of it. Well, I would stay out of it, but I think you've just captured somebody who's not supposed to be captured.
1: He goes back to ignoring you and focusing on <laughs> the half-orc while the gnome continues like, my name is Pentivus Wilberforce, not this Sissel Nightshade person this crazy drow was looking for. Please, you gotta help me. You look reasonable. They glance at the weapon on your hip and well armed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I look over to the half orc and I uh, think this guy's trying to sell you a bag of nothing because I don't think this is the person. And I'll use my diplomacy on her. Okay. <laughs> a twenty-four. I rolled a sixteen. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great diplomacy. Uh, it's it's not necessary because she what she does is she 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 gives you a she side eyes you hard and she's like what do you think I'm looking up on my comm unit?
3: Stay out of it. You're right. (laughs) Just trying to hurry things along so I can get my drinks.
0: (laughs) Priority. In a minute.
3: (laughs) Uh,
1: And she, you know, she's just finished looking it up and she spins, she spins the compound around facing the drow and stares at him and says, yeah, this, I mean, he is right. This isn't the mark, Horizon. He's not having it. It's not outside the realm of possibility. They're a gnome. They have illusion magic.
5: Check again.
3: Do all gnomes look the same to you? Ooh, snap.
5: I highly doubt a drow is going to give a crap about that. Not at all. Big he, uh... D says that sidelong just to Saren, kind of like out of the corner of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> look at the picture. This one's got blue eyes. That one's eyes are purple.
1: I... I don't think it's illusion magic. And they continue having this argument while paying you, Friday, pretty much no mind. As Pentavis holds their wrists out.
3: I pull to uh, oh. detect magic to see if I see any magic on them. Nope. Well, they're arguing and Friday, Friday being a bean of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a knife in his pocket and just slices through the, the bindings. Okay.
1: Make me a sleight of hand check.
3: Uh, I would love to do that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Untrained.
1: Excellent.
2: I wonder if the captain's having trouble with our order.
5: He's getting himself uh, involved in some local crap like he always does. Oh. Miss <laughs> Fanny puts her purse
2: right in front of her. Oh, well. Hmm. <laughs>
3: And I want to say this isn't necessarily out of left field either. I think a lot of it is right now he's feeling very like helpless in terms of he can't all the things going on in his life he can't change right now. So he feels like he needs to do something and this is an outlet I think is is the way oh. he's seeing it.
1: Absolutely. I can see that. <laughs> you slice through the bonds on Pentevis's wrists, but you are not subtle about it. And as Pentavis slides off the stool. They make a break for the kitchen door. And Horizon, the drow man, turns, sees that Pentibus is getting away, sees that you were the one that let them free, and attacks you. He's not messing around.
5: Mm. Here we go. Roll for initiative. (laughs) Woohoo! Bar fight! Bar fight!
2: Bar fight!
1: All, all right. Truly really a staple
4: of all all role
3: playing games.
1: You have to have one.
3: <laughs> Especially <laughs> in a in a star in a star game. There there there's a bar fight in every single star game. Heck if
1: you're not yeah. having a cantina fight, are you playing right?
3: Even Star Trek Ooh. Next Generation had a cantina yeah, fight. <laughs> I
5: know. <laughs> <laughs> got to
1: have one. Ones.
5: Ballad, What you got? uh 20. wow
1: miss fanny
4: i got a 16.
1: okay nice work
4: Saren. i rolled a natural 20 for a 21. Ooh. 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 very nice <laughs> wow okay wow friday
5: <laughs> wow.
3: friday is all about that improved initiative life and rolled a 23. wow i got a 23. <sighs> even when i roll a nat 20 i can't go first always
5: gotta <laughs> you always gotta win Now I know what it feels like to be in a party with Andromeda. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well,
1: in in me typical fashion, Pentavis rolled an 18 and, you know, the bad guy, the guy that's attacking you rolled a nine. So,
5: yes. So Horizon
1: goes last since your, your reflexes are excellent. They're so good when this drow flips out at you. How do you how do you respond? What do you do?
3: you need to simmer down there son you you had the wrong person I cast deck magic he had no magic on him you were trying to trade in and lady over here from her uh from her money apart from her credits. so I'm gonna try diplomacy first to see if I can set, set, settle him down okay uh and I got I rolled a 14 for a 22
1: I told you to stay out of it
3: and, well, that that's fine. So he's gonna sacrifice one of his spells so he can use his infinite worlds. And within his infinite worlds at first level, he can do an instantaneous bright flash that fills the area. Each creature within Ooh. the area must succeed a fortitude save or be dazzled for one round per witch warper level. If the creature rolls a natural one on the saving throw, meaning the D20 shows a one, it is also blinded for a second round.
1: Nice. Okay. That's a neat ability.
3: I love the infinite world thing. It's fun. It will get and it will get more powerful as I gain in levels. Infinite worlds. Twenty-two on the fortitude. Uh, the fortitude save was a sixteen. However, this is any creature. I don't know how it affects a creature that is sensitive to light. But so
1: I passed my fortitude save, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing happens to me according to your rules. But because Horizon is a drow. Any bright light that flashes off, regardless regardless of whether or not he he makes a successful fortitude save, still blinds him for one round. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
5: Those poor
1: things. <laughs> you you flash this light off, and he bellows and ducks his head and covers it with an arm because his eyes cannot stand it. So he was reaching for you. He still has his sword out, which ballad. As a fellow Solarian, you uh, you recognize that this is his solar weapon. Oh snap! And he was he was bringing it up. He was gonna swing at you. Like he was he was mad pissed. But he he can't see anymore. His eyes are completely useless to him for
3: the next round. I'm going to quickly move over with the rest of the team. <laughs> cool. Smart. <laughs> Smart. Good call. I'm a glass
1: cannon.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> your tissue cowboy. Leave it to us,
5: beefy boys.
1: <laughs> okay, Saren, what are you going to do? Saren
4: is going to just sigh this sound <laughs> of tinkling wind chimes and pull out <laughs> your tactical needler pistol. <laughs> and she's not one to shoot first, but. Captain already started a fight, so...
3: This is totally not the first time this has happened in all years to years together.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, she's gonna <laughs> shoot a uh, dart at Horizon.
1: I love the idea that this is not the first time Friday has do-gooded his way into starting a fight that the four of you have to finish. <laughs> we have.
4: Captain, why do you always do this? <laughs> I rolled a 13 on the die and for a 14 total, that'd be KAC.
1: Against KAC?
4: Yeah. Miss. My plus one is not enough. So (laughs) Uh, that's gonna be my turn.
5: Ballad, it is your turn. All right, there is a small glow around Ballad because they are attuning to Photon for this round and could you
1: explain explain for the listeners and also for me
5: uh, because this is my first
1: time running a solarian
5: how does attunement work what what is that the whole thing is the solarian balance right of entropy or energy uh, and so I can either atone to photons which is like stars that you know emit light <laughs> and so on or gravitons, mm-hmm. which represent like gravitational pull obviously and that's that's actually her her chain whip is black because her moat, her solar moat that you know sticks around her is a graviton moat. It's basically like aligning yourself with a, a cosmic force and I'm supposed to say at the far start of my first turn in any combat, whether I'm, you know, unattuned or graviton-attuned or photon-attuned. So I'm essentially, like, resonating with photons and sort of filling myself with their energy is kind of how I see it. Um hmm And eventually it allows me to do cool things. I mean, like, that's how I did that burst of fire on top of the ship is when I'm in photon mode, I gain attunement points every turn. And eventually when you're fully attuned at three photon points, you can then use the... uh, the big, you know, that's the ultimate expression of being photon attuned is like exploding with all that light and fire. And the ultimate expression of being graviton attuned is the black hole ability, which allows you to pull people in. Uh, it's not very effective in early levels, which is why I never graviton attuned. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, that is that in a nutshell. And uh, that's what she she she's sort of like pre-battle resonating meditating kind of state she gets very calm and cool at the start of battles and that's because they are entering this state of attunement with the universe and sort of pulling in cosmic energies surprisingly especially considering Ballad's personality like very zen. (laughs) Solarians are so cool. Their solar weapon manifests in their hand and they are going to charge forward in their final step towards this guy they like trap it under their foot and then the end part that's still going like still has force then shoots upwards and is gonna hit him <laughs> it looks oh, real cool truly
2: Coco from the I, Bill
5: Okay, yes that's exactly what I'm channeling is when, when uh, she's doing all them stunts it's exactly like that And does a 15 hit
1: yeah no that's, uh, that is a miss even though he's he's got his face tucked into his arm and he's definitely recoiling back from where Friday emitted the flash of light at him, he is in the process of moving back as you're slashing at him and you just graze his you just graze his armor. It's excellent armor. It's not <laughs> it's not doing anything to him.
5: I'm sure he's you know, he's attuned with cosmic forces as well, so I'm you know, that does help us. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> super supernatural. That's, ent- that's possible. So,
1: is that the end of your turn? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> you mean fortunately? No. It is the end of that. No. <laughs> they slid off the bar stool. Horizon attacked Friday. Friday tried to reason with him, but couldn't, so he blinded Horizon. Saren tried to take a shot ballad came in there tried to smack him with her solar weapon and in this chaos pentavis casts an illusion over themselves to make them look like a drow woman smart that is their first action yep they look up to the corner of the bar area where there is a vid screen displaying just various channels that are on like in any bar and they cast holographic image on the vid screen and it creates a news report showing multiple police cruisers bearing down on the bar at high speed (laughs) with their (laughs) lights flashing. (laughs) (laughs) They're shysty. They're so cool and shysty. And uh, they pelt off, not toward the front door as you might have thought, but trying to make it around the bar to pelt towards the kitchen. Must be back door. We're on to Miss Fanny.
2: Uh Miss Fanny the deer takes uh, the whole crew knows it takes well to get Miss Fanny off the ship because they're constantly making sure they've packed everything that they need. They get a lot of guff for this, but every <laughs> once in a while it comes in handy, whether it's soaking Ballad's shirt so the blood doesn't seep in. Um, or in this case, packing a handy-dandy flashlight. So Miss Fanny is going to shuffle over close to the bar and is basically gonna spotlight and just keep the flashlight on. Horizon?
1: Like, yeah, how do you mean. like this?
5: So mean. <laughs> that's what you do in DBD in and in Dead by Daylight to keep a killer off of you. You flash a, a flashlight at them. So I'm just imagining you, like, constantly, like, click, 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 <laughs> click. The way people do on that game. Uh,
1: ooh. Okay. You doing anything else?
5: Now that's it.
1: That's, that's going to
2: be the you focus. Just,
1: you just keep it in blinded. Yep. <laughs> Or, you know,
2: maybe give gives him a negative two Amazing. penalty. Uh, any, you know, any negative you can give to the, uh, to your opponent is, is, is worth it. Right. So.
5: Good idea.
1: I'm going to say that that is not enough to blind him. Darn. If you get it closer, he may take negatives. Oh, but sure. as, but if you're just shining it from what looks to be like about 25 feet away, it's not going to affect him. I mean, he's already, he's still blind from Friday's attack earlier, but. I got your back,
0: dearie. Flash,
1: flash, 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 flash. flash. (laughs) (sighs) I also just love the idea of Ballad's attacking him with a lethal weapon and you're standing over her shoulder, like (laughs) flickering this light on and off directly in his eyes. And it just it cracks me up. It tickles me.
5: This whole scene has looked absolutely ridiculous. A a,
2: a stray laser beam going into the kitchen, uh, messing anything up. That's just like the
1: worst for her. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> even if it's somebody else's kitchen don't mess up the kitchen <laughs> don't do it <laughs> Ooh. okay great um we're moving on to horizon himself and no. he he can't do much he is blinded <laughs> yeah let's see what what can i do I can still swing my sword since Ballad and Miss Fanny are very close, but I do have to roll Concealment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he definitely can't, he definitely can't hit you. <laughs> um, that da-na, was a, da-na. that was a 30, that was a 39. <laughs> so, <laughs> is there... So in his, in his just complete stumbling, can't figure like completely disoriented state his captive is actively getting away he just got shot at he just got blinded he just had to dodge a swinging chain whip and on top of everything there's this tiny four-armed human (laughs) lady flashing yet more light into his poor poor (laughs) eyes he swings out wildly with his sword. He almost gets Caden behind the bar instead. She ducks out of the way just in time. Mm, but that's good. he swings his blade and ends up, it comes down directly in between Ballad and Fanny, not touching either of you. <laughs> that's it. He can't even really move away. You have him pinned by the bar in between two barstools and he can't see. Ooh. So... Yeah, um, Friday. It's your turn again.
3: I need him to roll me a reflex save. Ooh, nineteen. You see a fire light up underneath his feet, but he just stamps it out really quickly. And, it, and when he starts to feel the pain, I'm guessing I cast the cantrip hazard, which does one d three damage if it if the reflex save doesn't. I love it.
1: <laughs> That's like that was a great idea, but blinded or no his reflex are excellent he senses that heat he knows what to do people have tried to light this man on fire before
5: (laughs) this isn't my first time being lit on fire I'll have you know know. (laughs) yeah so
1: he stamps it out he stamps it out pretty quickly
5: phenomenal cosmic I'm just saying we're Jedi you gotta do better no I'm playing
1: (laughs) We're bleep. Is that it Friday? Is that what you got?
3: That's all Friday's got. Uh, he's going to just move a bit over, so he's more aligned with everybody. Better than that.
1: Saren. Uh, Saren
4: is frustrated at being at <laughs> unable to hit this guy on your last turn, and uh, your friends are now in the way, so she's going <laughs> to follow Wilberforce. <laughs> Petfist Force and then is going to fire at uh, fire again at Horizon. That is a natural nineteen for a twenty Ooh. KAC. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Oh. That works. I just needed a better that'll, angle. That'll do it. Yeah. And hey, you got it. Four on
4: the damage. So I rolled max damage.
1: Excellent.
4: The Horizon is too busy fending off people in melee,
1: and he's blind. First She <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't know there? what's coming in. Remind me what you were shooting.
4: My tactical needler pistol.
1: What do those do? Is there is there a special effect? Descri- describe the weapon.
4: Yeah, so the it's a sort of smaller handgun uh, with a stock of eight needles loaded into it. There are six now. I could load them up with poisons if I had any, but they are unfortunately too expensive for me to purchase right now because i only have 44 credits and they would inject uh on a successful hit i can also use the gun to shoot healing serums at my friends Please? and heal my friends so i don't know if i technically do do the d4 of damage before that. rolling sure the healing can. i hope not yeah i'm not entirely Ow. sure how that works <laughs> thank you but
1: (laughs) i love i love it either way so yeah you you shoot him it jabs him directly i think in his shoulder and he claps the arm not holding his sword to it ow got him (laughs) (laughs) Nailing it nice (laughs) nailed it it is ballad's turn you are standing still right in front of this drow, this thrashing man who is having a pretty rough day, thanks to the four of you. Your good friend,
5: Miss Fanny, flashing a light over your shoulder. What do you want to do? Uh, they are continuing to build up photonic energy, and the glow surrounding them increases by one point, you might say. and By w- Oh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and in the 24 seconds that have passed since they attempted to do that cool maneuver and failed, they have retracted their chain whip and then do sort of a, a windmilling motion with their elbows. And also again, the chain is like wrapping around their arms and then wraps around their elbow over their right arm and whips around to try and hit him again like they're just showing off at this point honestly (laughs) why not Why not? they know how to do cool they trained a lot to do these cool things and I don't hit (laughs) Mm. that's gonna be a six Mm. so it looks cool but does not do anything
1: maybe you should stop showing off and try to (laughs) just hit something
5: you know what the rolls are the rolls (laughs) I'm going to do cool stunts, even if I don't hit. (laughs) Jess, you know that no
1: one understands that better
0: than me. Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. So Pentavis has made their way around the bar. They are not sure what Saren is trying to do coming up behind them so fast. But they are very suspicious about it. They're not a, an especially fighty person, though. They're more of a more of a con artist, more of a pippa, you might say.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. As and they no want to be. They continue barreling towards the kitchen door. They run behind Caden, who is currently ducked for cover behind the bar to escape from all of the flailing weapons that keep uh, soaring over it. And that is going to be what Pentabus does. So we're back to Miss Fanny.
2: (laughs) Oh, goodness. Miss Fanny is going to keep up their assault, quote-unquote assault, their photonic assault. So with one of her arms, it's going to still be flashing. Um, And you need to settle down now, young man. And with the other arm is pulling out uh, healing serum just to be able to be... just in case a couple centuries anybody gets an an ow ow a little owie so (laughs) they're they're ready to provide first aid should they need to without having to fumble around for the serum and that's all they do
0: I've got
5: your back my friend (laughs) she was gonna call you dearie but
2: you're a big old dude
5: Uh, actually he's not even big the The most I can do to effectively disguise Valid is go maybe an inch or two higher so he, they still look very small
0: Oh, <laughs> they're well, about no, okay, I would say three. like 5'5 five,
5: five. yeah
2: oh that's tough to Miss Fanny <laughs> just those two inches is just enough <laughs> <laughs> and she's wearing her flats oh, you know her orthopedic orthopedic combat (laughs) boots
1: they provide good support for her arches
5: that's great (laughs) yeah
1: you need it sometimes you need that (laughs) so here's the thing yikes Jason Statham Drow is no longer blinded there are two people in front of him who are being you know pretty annoying
5: just whipping a chain at him <laughs> without doing anything.
1: And ultimately yeah. it's the forearmed elderly human that is being more annoying in this moment. <laughs> I'm a because, badass. Well, the human man that he sees can't seem to hit him, being another solarian or not. Yep. So what he's
5: <laughs> going to he's gonna
1: swing his sword at Miss Fanny. Fresh.
5: No How?
1: Fresh. Knock. Don't touch it my grandma. Off.
2: <laughs> What's that, dear? You, you want to surrender? Oh, oh that's for <laughs> the best.
1: <laughs> that's a good boy. That's a 17 against your K.A.C. Oh, that's going to hit. I got a 15. Oh. He's a much better boy. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. Uh, I said that I'd give you a negative two because you're flashing a flashlight in his face. Uh, yeah, so that's still that's going to be eight points of damage.
0: Ooh.
2: Okay, there goes all the stamina. And Stop uh, hurting, Miss Fanny. What? Whoa. That's
5: all your stamina?
2: <gasps> yeah, I only have a four stamina. Ah, get out of They're here! They're frail. Oh, no. Although you no know way. what's nice is I could do a, a rest and recover as if it was a full night's rest. So that that, that. but oh, uh, nice. Miss Fanny, she's she's no spring chicken, so.
5: Really? Is she not?
2: <laughs> Ooh, that—that's a solid hit. Miss Fanny's already, uh, yeah, deep red metallic copperish fluid. So their blood Ooh. is just starting to just Ooh. floop, just right out of their torso, cut through their crappy EJ issued <laughs>
5: armor coveralls. <laughs> that's what she gets for not purchase- flooping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all over the place. How dare you make me floop my blood? (laughs) You flooped my blood!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Flooping your blood or not, Horizon's attention is no longer on you. He came down, he, he slashed you with his sword, and out of the corner of his eye, he sees that Pentavis is almost to the kitchen door. And... Uh, does not love being in this little hole that he's in. So now that he can see again and hopefully has gotten Miss Fanny's flashlight off of his face, which was his goal. Probably. <laughs> by slashing her. Yeah. He's going to move in this direction closer to where a Pentavis is fleeing, that he takes a guarded step away okay. from Valid. We're back at the top of the round with <laughs> Friday Francisco.
3: Friday's getting tired of this bullshit, so he steps forward, uh, and I need a reflex save. Get him. Ooh.
5: I rolled a four.
3: Whoa. Oh, well, he fails that. Yeah. You see Friday take out his tin gun and he fires it above above the guy and open up and you see all these tiny needles Ooh. from some junkyard <laughs> hyperdermic needles just oh. fly down into Ew. him as he takes 3d6 points of damage which is a total of I got a 3, a 6, and a 5 so that is 14 points of damage all of with the hyperdemic needles Ooh. just fall into him
5: <laughs> unsanitary
3: does he give yes. any diseases? No, my goodness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, do I have to make a fortitude save again? Like
3: uh no, unfortunately not, but I, I just I like the I like the idea of all these needles just falling on him.
1: He yeah, um as that happens, all of these needles just pierce into him. He just he he dismisses his sword. Like his solarian weapon sword just poofs out of existence. He throws his hands up and he's like this isn't worth it. This isn't. this. Fine. Fine. Let him get away. He's a sniveling little con artist and he's going to rob everyone that he possibly can from here until your ship, hopefully. But fine.
5: We don't got anything on our ship, yo. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Have you seen us? We work for Edge Corp.
5: <laughs> yo, poor, Like, we look.
0: Dog, we are poor
1: We don't now. care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you just needle your way out of here then?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. He just—he's
1: grumpily pulling needles out of himself.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, about the mess. If you get me a broom and a dustpan, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll have this cleaned up right handy.
1: Yeah,
5: we'll fix all this stuff for sure.
4: Saren is gonna keep running
3: after
1: because uh... <laughs> I was just about to say, <laughs> Pentabus Wilberforce is not—he is like they have not broken stride. They are still pelting for the kitchen door. <laughs>
4: Yeah, uh, with that, Saren is going to try and keep pace, and if she gets close enough, will will attempt like a, a grapple
3: check to to try and <laughs> like, tackle, or maybe just yell out, "We got rid of him."
5: <laughs> I don't know. It seems like he's no, no like
4: tackling is the way to go. <laughs> okay,
5: excellent. <laughs> sure. I'm really i'm i'm on board.
1: I'm i'm on board for it.
4: Saren will run down back behind the bar and we'll skirt around Caden sorry excuse me this is not going to work but I'm going to roll it anyway we'll attempt a combat maneuver check against I assume their KAC plus 8 that's a 9 plus 1 for a 10
1: yeah you definitely don't (laughs) catch them they are very tiny who who goes next (laughs) they are tiny and quick
5: while we're still in the turn uh, that would be
1: that would be you, Ballad. If
5: we're still if we're still going uh, if we're still in in combat <laughs> rounds, all right. Ballad sees what Theron is doing and launches themselves over the bar on the other side <laughs> of Pentabus and acrobatics check <laughs> easily. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, you've been rolling pretty badly, so I wouldn't boast. I too have.
5: Much. <laughs> ooh, but I still got a nineteen. Still got a nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yep. You can. Uh, <laughs> You vault you vault the bar, no problem. These are my good skills, I Uh-huh. <laughs> A much better. Twenty-four. Excellent. Yeah, uh you catch them.
1: <laughs> I They try to duck around you under your arm, but you are just too fast for them in this moment. <sighs> I finally did something. <laughs> what? What the heck? You let me go! Get me go!
5: Uh, I'm a little suspicious of what you're doing, so... And I saw my friend over here, like, trying to catch you, so I was kind of like, you know, let me follow your lead. You seemed really fishy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Caden,
4: you did something with the TVs that indicated there were cops coming, but there are no cops on Appa's Day, as we know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually there know if cops. that's
5: true. <laughs> there, I, yeah. there,
1: there are cops on <laughs> they, they, not There's not a whole lot that is illegal, but there are some things. And, you know.
3: What, what in tarnation are you guys doing? I was trying to let him go.
1: Well, Caden uh, I mean, slams her fists <laughs> on the bar after standing up. If you're done wrecking by place, the guy you're looking for is in there. She points at the VIP lounge at the back of the bar. Far Beyond the Stars oh. is a Fantastic Worlds production. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support the pod, consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows and a whole extra Pathfinder 2 We podcast produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, getting glared at by Jess right now. and <laughs> I was you can just find typing. me. <laughs> oh, were you? <laughs> you have your arms crossed in a very like you (laughs) Mm. Mm. (laughs) regardless you can find me at bonanza famine on instagram or twitter
4: this is heidi playing Saren, who still wants your (laughs) corvosan starlight and uh you can find me on twitter and Instagram at Vamahillion, That's V A M I H I L I O N, or on Discord at Heidelon. That's H E I D O L O N. Hashtag five eight three six.
2: And running Miss Fanny, who's fierce with a flashlight. She also has an umbrella <laughs> in her her uh, <laughs> possession, just to let you know. Um, Espinosa nine one six is where you can reach me at. This is Angel.
5: Have you ever done an, a combat with an, a weapon? Or have you always been like, I'm going to run him over. I'm going to pull out a flashlight. Here's an I umbrella. Use, I used mirroring
1: yeah. fire.
0: Uh, uh, suppressing. That's true. true.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: Yes. You did that exactly once. That was my go-to move. But it was like, oh, I don't want to shoot up the bar. That'll be make a mess.
5: I love it, though. I do love it. This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the <laughs>
3: Big D. This is Dustin Prime (laughs) uh, shooting hypodermic noodles at all the bad guys. You can find me at Dustin Alexander. So unsanitary. Yeah, that was pretty gross. That was pretty gross.
1: Ingenious. I clean all my needles. (laughs) That's good. At least someone does. Yeah. (laughs) If you enjoy our show, do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. We'll see you next time Far Beyond the Stars where we'll find out what they plan to do with Pentabus Wilberforce. Oh, by the way, thank you for the name Pentabus Wilberforce Tyler. He was our patron. He named this little gnome. We're very grateful. It's a fantastic name. It is. Pew Pew, the end. Pew Pew. pew.
0: <laughs> Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paisel content is used with permission.
2: Anything I don't want him to see, I've already keistered. So.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Great. Incredible. Um, oh, wow. Um, okay. This is our our like our third combat. <laughs> Uh, and i haven't lasted this long in, in any of those so <laughs> i have a lot of new i have a lot of new rules hurry on let's
3: get on the, get on bessie and let's um, leave
1: drive away leave the
3: bar let's get
5: on out of here to go to the parking lot crashes leave. the car
2: into the bar uh too
4: okay. bad we didn't bring bessie today oh,
2: man